what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? We're diving right into this word today. This is all about the power of decision-making the power of decision making. It occurred to me, and I keep seeing it in my different social medias, (laughs) that people are ready for 2020 to be over. Just straight up ready. But what I often see is that this tends to be a new year trend, right? We just want the year to be over. We expect so much that when the year turns that there's gonna be complete life change and we're gonna make all these resolutions and we're gonna see them through and get traction on it this time around and it doesn't stick. Not saying that it doesn't for some, right? But that is a trend. So rather than thinking through all the resolutions, thinking through all of the vision boards, I thought that it might be helpful to walk you through some decisions that can completely change your life. And I know this from personal experience, but it's important to recognize that nothing moves without a decision. Therefore, there's no momentum. And you want momentum. The power of decision is literally creating a shift in your life. A lot of times we wait on a shift, but you can create a shift in your life and keep making decisions. The word says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. When you can get to that point of confidence in yourself and in decision-making and being led by God, right? You can truly do that. You can let your let your yes be yes and your no be no, okay? Indecision is also a decision. And a lot of times we camp out there. When you decide not to make a decision, you have made a decision to either maintain the status quo or to make things work where you are, right? Everyone wants to advance, but not everyone is willing to make the decisions and own the responsibilities for the decisions. Now, I think if you heard some of my messages before, I'm pretty sure that I shared on this, but I used to have an aversion to the word responsibility because growing up, I took on a lot of false responsibility. I took on a lot of responsibility that was not mine, so I didn't like the idea of having to carry more weight. So I had to do a lot of work to unwork that. But responsibility is a good thing. To whom much is given, much is required. And responsibility is really our ability to respond. So you wanna have a capacity to show up with excellence with everything that you're given. You wanna be able to steward well what's been put in your hand, right? Regardless of what other people have, it's none of your business, but you want to work what's in your hand, right? And that's what you're gonna be accountable for at the end of the day. Okay, everyone talks about the glory and the shine, but nobody wants the process, which is the polish, right? Joel 3.14 actually says this. 
multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Right? We're all in a decision-making time period, right? Where we have so many decisions that face us every day. And God's decisions and judgments will be based on the decisions we make in life. We tend to, to not believe that or take ownership of that or want to pass off our responsibilities onto other people or, or play dumb, <laughs> right? Because the less we know, the better, right? Some things we just want to be naive to. But being living souls in the image and likeness of God sets us apart from every other creation. Truly, this means, okay, before you go down that path, this means that we have the power to decide. We have the authority to decide, literally, right? God will judge based on what we did with our capacity to decide on earth. This life is simply a dress rehearsal. You might have heard that before. What you will experience in eternity will go back to the decisions you've made. What we do with time here on earth determines what eternity will do with us. Powerful. Hope you heard that. So... Hopefully you're getting the weightiness of this word. <laughs> How do you make new life decisions? How do you make powerful life decisions? How do you just make decisions, right? In all of our lives, there's a gap. You probably feel the tension of this gap. There's a gap between the life we desire versus the reality we're currently living. How do you fill that gap? How do you get from A to B? And this is the work that I do with clients every day. The answer is decisions. That's why it's so powerful to have accountability and to work with a coach in your life as well, to have a strategic plan, to, to really ensure that it's a spirit-led plan. <laughs> because that gap, right, unless the Lord builds the house, it will not stand. So we want to make sure that it's a spirit-filled journey. And we could rid ourselves of a lot of pain if we just made different decisions, right? We, we don't like this tension, this gap between the life that God promised us and the painful reality of what we're experiencing. That can be really uncomfortable, right? And most of us make poor decisions that work against the life that we, we currently have, meaning we live outside of our means and, and create situations where we're worse off in life, right? And it really affects our destiny and what we can do here. So I want to help you avoid that and set yourself up for a life well lived. So I'm going to take you through five decisions. All right. Number one, decide to make Christ the Lord of your life. Okay. There's a verse that says Christ is your Lord and Savior. There's a reason why there's two different positions, two different ways that you relate with God as Savior and as Lord. And many believers that I've met accept Jesus as Savior, but what about Lord? And what does it mean for Lord? What it means is when you make him Lord, you allow him to run your personal affairs, all of them. You can't live any kind of way anymore. You are squandering your best life when you fail to make Jesus Lord. When you fail to make Jesus Lord, you don't experience that peace that surpasses all understanding and that joy that is unspeakable. 
Matthew 6.33, you know this one, says this, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you as well. Powerful, right? Seek the kingdom first. That, that is an active pursuit. That's not a one and done kind of thing. You seek the kingdom first, right? This is bringing heaven to you when you're doing that. As you seek the kingdom, right, you're bringing heaven closer to you in a sense. Most of our lives, right, when we're failing, it's because we've not made Jesus Lord or we've, sh- we've shifted him out of that position, okay? I want to take you to Luke 6, 46 through 48. Here it is. This is the wise and the foolish builders. So when you think about decision making and what you're building, check this out. Why do you call me Lord? Lord, and do not do what I say. As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house but could not shake it because it was well built. This is the aim. You want to build well. When you build well, you've got that momentum that I was talking about working with you. As you continue to choose truth, as you continue to take steps of obedience, as you continue to to seek the kingdom and listen to, to God's voice, right? You start building momentum, right? And there's energy behind your decisions, right? And what you're thinking and what you're speaking and the actions you're taking, they're all working together to build your future, okay? When Jesus is Lord, there's a shift in how you behave publicly and privately, right? When Jesus is your Lord, your life, literally, this is what Luke is highlighting, your life will be founded on a rock. I don't want sinking sand. I don't know about you. So if you want to build on some stable, solid foundation, you don't want to deal with a ton of issues. (laughs) Decide to make Christ the Lord, not just the Savior of your life. Number two, this one is intense, (laughs) but there's so much fruit of, of this one. Decide to learn what you need to learn. And I say that this is intense because when you start looking within, when you start recognizing that none of your fulfillment comes from anything outside of you (laughs) and all those things actually will fail you, when you start to really wake up to that reality and you start looking within for why was I seeking that? Why was I expressing myself that way? Why are my emotions like this? Why am I always this, right? When you start looking within you start to recognize that there's a lot that you need to learn that perhaps you didn't. And that can feel intense, that can feel intimidating because we don't maybe see the value of what's on the other side of that work. We just see the cost and the vulnerability and the discomfort of finally facing some of these things that we've been covering up or running from, okay? But learning what you need to learn is actually discipleship. And you're here to, to disciple, right? Today, there's a lot of believers that don't want to read the word or study for themselves, right? And we all have seasons where we do that, right? Where we don't read the word and we don't study for ourselves. We just are in this position of depending on others to tell us what to believe. Whether we claim ignorance, whether it's laziness, whether it's procrastination, whether it's time management, misplacing priorities, right? 
we don't do it and we depend on others, right? And that is not smart to put your authority and your power in other people's hands. It's not wisdom, right? God invites us into discipleship. We don't even apply ourselves a lot of times to study and receive his truth. And so what, what that means is we open ourselves for twisted truths from the world. Have truths, right? Looks true, feels sort of true, but it's a lie, right? It reminds me of that scripture that there's a path that seems right to us, but in the end leads to destruction, right? Oh man, it's just not wisdom. Wisdom, we reject it. We can advance in terms of business and career if we just apply ourselves in learning, right? We've seen many successful stories of that. Even social media, there's people making millions of dollars because they're applying themselves on that platform while others are just scrolling and wasting all their time and energy, right? But we we can advance ourselves and our lives in terms of business and career. It's the same spiritually, right? Or in any other area of your life, right? Isaiah... 117 says this, learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. Powerful, right? And we can't do that when we're unwilling to learn, when we plead ignorance, when we reject knowledge, when we glorify our excuses over relationship with God, right? Doing well in other words, is not an accident. We must learn to do well. We need to invest in learning what we need to learn to advance our lives. So for me, this looked like getting therapy. This looked like hiring coaches. This looked like going to conferences. This looked like reading books. (laughs) This looked like journaling and finding self-care practices. This looked like being willing to look at, at the scary stuff. This looked like learning a new language, buying a Bible and reading it. This looked like going on a journey into the unknown, trusting that I was being led and that I would come into greater things, right? That's something that I chose to do. Nobody made me do it. Nobody twisted my finger, right? We're not at the mercy of other people, but we are if we refuse to learn, truly, right? What separates you actually from where you are right now to where you should be is learning. There's a learning gap. There's a knowledge gap. And the word says we suffer for lack of knowledge. And the crazy thing is, is we choose to suffer because that knowledge is available. We just reject it. That is spirit-filled real talk right there. All right. Enough of that one. I'll move to three because that one's, I told you, intense. (laughs) All right. Number three, decide to be authentic. Decide to be yourself, essentially. Too many of us are fake. Too many of us have learned to wear masks. Too many of us have learned to hide or only present certain aspects of ourselves that we want other people to see and we hide the rest, right? And you really can't take a copy. So sometimes too, we see that people just copy and paste posts or um, just straight up copy people's content and paste it as their own, right? You can't take a copy or you can't present a copy, right? Copy and paste something and and become what you're designed to become or give what you're designed to give. You'll just be a replica, right? It'll just be talking, 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 but it's empty words, right? The energy you're putting out is going to come back to you. 
So whatever you sow, you'll reap. That's biblical, right? We're so busy, though, trying to be other people that we haven't even begun the process of tapping into our own authenticity. I did a great word on do you know you? Do you know you? If you're not following me on YouTube, make sure that you go over to Juliana Page on YouTube. There's a lot of great content similar to this, but video-based, and you can connect with me over there, comment. I put a lot of links to different ways that you can connect as well, but I did a video, so go search it. Do you know who you are? Right? A lot of times the answer is no. Like, we answer that honestly. Honestly, no faking, right? The answer would probably be no. Because we've, we've trained ourselves to copy other people and to try to be something that isn't authentic, okay? So if you want to see your life change, it's time for you to be real. You're not designed to be a chameleon and morph and shift and change and just become whatever people want you to become. That's the way to be miserable, actually. James 5.12 says, Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no, otherwise you'll be condemned. So that's the verse I was referencing earlier about letting your yes be yes and your no be no. Being unapologetic about who you are. All right? Number four, decide to live as a servant. Decide to live as a servant. Everyone wants to be the big shot. Everybody wants to have all the power. They want to be in the power seat, right? But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. If you want a quick path or a fast-tracked promotion, it's service. It's humbling yourself, right? And we can never serve enough. That's why there's even the scripture, let's outdo each other in showing love and serving one another. The kingdom is all about service. It's all about service. Matthew 25, 35 through 40 says this, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you, a stranger, and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So that saying, service, is the right heart right? When you live your life as a servant, your record is on high and God will find ways to make sure that you're blessed on earth, not just in in eternity. And then lastly, felt it warranted that. Number five, decide. This is my probably favorite. Decide whose voice you're going to follow. Is it your voice? Is it your boss's voice? Is it a boyfriend, girlfriend? Is it a parent? Is it a mentor? Is it a coach? Is it God? Is it Satan? Whose voice are you going to follow? And do you know the difference? In life, we have to choose the right voice in order to succeed. And we really can predict the quality of our future by the voice we're following. Straight up. Check it out. 
like play out scenarios in your life, play the movies in your mind, right? When you made this choice and it led to that outcome and perhaps that consequence, what voice were you listening to? What was guiding you? What was leading you? When you made this choice and it led to that outcome and that consequence, whose voice was it, right? Pay attention, take note. Faith and patience are the way we inherit the promises. So anything that is pressure and stress and force and resistance and fear and doubt and unbelief and insecurity, that ain't it. That ain't it. All right. So my encouragement to you on today is as 2021 approaches, right? Think about what actually will change your life? What actually will change your life? What is the greatest gift that you can give to yourself? I was reflecting on that and I thought, wow, the greatest gift that I've given to myself is relationship with God. It's time to not rush into decisions, big decisions like where I'm going to go to school, who I'm going to marry, if I'm going to have kids or not, the, the industry that I'm going to go into, how I'm going to serve, how I'm going to face parts of myself that are uncomfortable, right? Meaningful experiences, gifts, right? Developing self-care practices, not listening to the opinions of man, right? Healing, going through recovery, right? These, these are gifts to myself, right? And they end up being gifts that I can give to other people. So my encouragement to you is to think about that. Maybe this year it's not a list. Maybe this year it's not a word. Maybe it's about making life-giving decisions that will radically change your life as you're, as you're consistent with them. And things like letting Jesus be not only your Savior and your Lord, that will change your life. <laughs> God can make way better decisions than we can, right? Or deciding to learn and actually apply learning to your life so that you're not repeating old patterns of behaviors anymore and having the same year, year after year after year, right? Or deciding to be actually be who you are so you can drop the baggage and actually tap into peace and joy and actually uncover who you were destined to be this whole time, right? Powerful stuff. So maybe re-listen to this too, but my encouragement is that you will consider the decisions that you can make that will radically change your life and answer the question, what is the greatest gift that you can give to yourself? Because as you give that to you, as you give that to God, maybe say it that way. If you don't feel comfortable giving yourself a gift right now, what is the greatest gift that you can give to God? Have you ever thought about that? This is your moment. (laughs) All right, guys, this is a deep one. It's worth a re-listen. So maybe if you're if you're driving, take a screenshot of this, let it go into your camera photos so you'll remember to go back to it and listen to it with a notepad and take some notes and reflect and be prayerful about that. All right, guys, I hope this message blessed you. You can connect with me. If you're new, hello, welcome. You can connect with me over on Instagram at Miss Juliana Page. You can visit my website. It's julianapage.com. And I have a self-mastery course over there. I have coaching programs so we could work together. Pretty simple for you to start that process. You just fill out a quick form and we can hop on the phone and see if it's the fit for you and just discuss what that looks like. There are God's Vibes Matter books over there. They're all different. 
so you don't have to read them in any sort of order, but those are very powerful. And other goodies too, like a blog and just other ways to connect. So go check that out. And until next time, guys, stay blessed.